I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Belinda, and Belinda is a 46-year-old patient with a history of diabetes who presents with a non-healing ulcer on the plantar surface of the foot. Upon examination, the therapist notes a well-defined ulcer with a punched-out appearance surrounded by callous skin. Which type of ulcer is this most indicative of? So we have A, venous stasis ulcer, B, arterial insufficiency ulcer, C, neuropathic ulcer, and D is pressure ulcer. All right, from my 2024 peeps, I cannot wait for us to go through this question right here. I'm super excited. As you know, this is a hot target for the NPTE, all right? When it comes down to ulcers and wounds and all of that, it's very important that you be able to determine like, what is this? Now you could easily get a picture on the actual MPTE, an image of an ulcer where it's describing it, right? Describing the specific type of ulcer. And then you have to pick out what am I looking at? So this could be written out, a written out description that you have to describe, which is what we're going to be doing here. Or you can get some type of video or even image, you know, of a wound and you have to be able to pick out which one it is. Okay. So this is just great freaking practice right here. Let's go through it together. I promise you we got this. All right. So Belinda is a 46 year old patient with a history of diabetes who presents with a non-healing ulcer on the plantar surface of the foot. This is a juicy first sentence that gives me already a lot of information. Did you pull it out? What did you pull out specifically? Go ahead and yell it out. What are the specific parts that are important here? So as we go through 46 year old patient, I didn't give a ton of weight to that, but I did give weight to history of diabetes, right? Because there are certain types of ulcers that people with diabetes are susceptible to. So I'm thinking about that right now. It says a non-healing ulcer on the plantar surface of the foot. This is also important because although many types of ulcers can show up on the plantar surface of the foot, there's just some that are typically found on the plantar surface. Some are found in the lower leg on the medial side, on the lateral side, you know, all these different areas. So when we really think about it, what type of ulcer do we find typically on the plantar surface of the foot? You know, let's think about that. Now it says, upon examination, the therapist notes a well-defined ulcer with a punched out appearance surrounded by callous skin. So I'm like, all right, let me think about that for a minute. Well-defined ulcer. 
punched out appearance. That's very particular. And it's surrounded by callous skin. Are all types of ulcers like that? No. All right. So again, I want you thinking through that right now. Yell it out. What is that? What type of ulcer would be having these types of, you know, signs, right? So the final part of the question, the question stem, it says, which type of ulcer is this most indicative of? So for those of you on the podcast, baby, let's go through these answer choices. We got A, venous stasis ulcer, okay? B, arterial insufficiency ulcer. C, neuropathic ulcer. And D is pressure ulcer. All right, we got it laid out. Yell out your answer. What do you got right now? Come on, this is great freaking practice for the MPTE. All right, so A, it says venous stasis ulcer. What do you think of when you hear that? Because what I think of is like chronic venous insufficiency. That's typically how these are developed, right? And it's where the blood pools in the veins of the legs, increasing pressure and then damage to the skin. Now, here's the thing about a venous stasis ulcer. It's irregularly shaped, weepy appearance, uh, has a lot of edema and just fluid associated with it. And it's typically on the medial side of the lower extremity, lower leg, I should say. And so is that consistent with what we're seeing, you know, in this question? I would say no. The question saying the patient has diabetes, well-defined ulcer, punched out appearance. So it doesn't seem to make sense with venous stasis ulcer. Can we go ahead and eliminate that one? All right, we got one out already. Let's take a look at B. B says arterial insufficiency ulcer. And I see a lot of you already getting rid of this one, but hold on, don't go too quick. So arterial insufficiency ulcers are typically caused by poor blood circulation. Poor blood what? Circulation, that's right. Typically due to like atherosclerosis or some type of arterial disease. Now that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about what we typically see. Now, with arterial insufficiency ulcers, they can have a punched out appearance as well. They can have well-defined border, but they typically don't have that callous rim around it. All right. Now they can be pale. They can be necrotic, you know, these types of things. They could be cool to touch. So all of that is very consistent with arterial insufficiencies, but we're not seeing any of that in the question. You know, one of the places arterial insufficiency ulcers are found is on the lateral side of the lower leg. So again, is this really sounding like an arterial insufficiency? I mean, there's some things that kind of fit with it, but overall, I really feel like there's a better answer. So, I mean, we can hold on to it for now, but let's take a look at C. C says neuropathic ulcer. Now, I really like this one off the top. Why? Because the patient had diabetes, okay? And neuropathic ulcers are primarily associated with diabetic neuropathy. This is nerve damage caused by diabetes, right? And so the person tends to lack sensation. And so they can easily get some type of ulcer that they develop typically on the bottom of the foot. It has that punched out appearance. It has the callus rim around it. It tends to lack sensation, so as I'm looking at the question, I'm like, yo, this looks like a neuropathic ulcer right here. It fits a lot of things and it's very common to be a non-healing ulcer. So I'm holding on to this one for now. It just looks really good to me. Okay. So C looks good. Hold on a minute. Let's take a look at D pressure ulcer. Okay. 
So pressure ulcers, you're probably very familiar with this. Decubiti, you may hear it known as that name or bed sores. So this typically comes from a person in a certain position where they're putting a bunch of pressure in a certain location, and then that causes skin breakdown and tissue damage, all of that. Okay. Now, as I'm looking at what it says in the question, the punched out appearance, well-defined borders, all of this stuff, that could be a pressure ulcer, but there's all different stages of pressure ulcers. And they can come looking all different types of ways. And so is that the first thing that I think about? You know, is a pressure ulcer the first thing that comes to mind when I see a patient has diabetes, non-healing ulcer on the plantar surface, well-defined ulcer with punched out appearance, uh, callus rim around it or callus skin. I'm like, pressure ulcer is not really associated with that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose the best answer, the most likely, which is C, neuropathic ulcer. I know that one was tough. It comes down to you being able to identify based upon signs and symptoms that are present. All right. And C is our best answer. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct, baby. Definitely spend time here. This is important especially for the 2024 MPTE, you got to know your integ. You got to know wound care. You got to know how to pick up, all right, what type of wound ulcer am I looking at? A lot of times what they're going to do is they're going to put in uh, other things in the question, like the person has diabetes, the person has coronary artery disease or congestive heart failure. And you're supposed to be using that pathology to help narrow it down to the specific type of ulcer that you're seeing, okay? So just remember these things for the exam. And you know what? I'm gonna take this a step up. I'm gonna give you a bonus. What I wanna do is I wanna teach you how to figure out the right answer, especially when it comes down to things like this. Because learning all of these ulcers can be very difficult, all right? So what I would love to do is teach you how to pick out these answers. Most of all, how to retain this information so that you can remember it for the NPTE. Does that sound good to you? Would you love to hear the secrets on how to do that? Well, I'll be talking about it soon inside of my free private Facebook group. That's right. I'm going live. You can meet me, ask me questions, and then also hear my secrets to destroying concepts like this on the NPTE. What do you have to do? Well, for absolutely free, join me over in my free private Facebook group. We're over at www.mptegroup.com. If you lock that in your phone, just type it into the search engine. It'll bring it up for you. All you have to do is request access to the group. We'll get you in. And like I said, it is phenomenal. Super supportive community in there to help you dominate the NPTE. I'm waiting on you. All right. And then we got our 2024 cheat sheets that are out, baby. Check them out. www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.